This episode is sponsored by Nurse Droids. Do you have a baby Yoda that needs taken care of? <laughs> Call us today. Nurse Droids will protect your baby no matter how weird it looks. Hello and welcome back to the Bargain Bin Movie Podcast where this- Gabe thinks he's hosting again, but really I'm just letting him- <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, couldn't resist. All, all of the other shipmates are, uh, yeah, going back and forth in their allegiance. Some are loyal to Susan, and some have remained loyal to me. And it's 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 been a weird week on here on the uh, bargain bin <laughs> <laughs> ship. Whatever this, are we pirates? Is that what this is? That's what you said. You said I declared mutiny. Whoa, pirates life is a wonderful life. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, we are the pirates <laughs> who don't do anything. No, I, I, for some reason I was referencing that uh, part in Peter Pan, like at work. Oh, that was, it was just the first thing that came to mind when I had something in my hand that looked like an accordion. It was just like a stack of like stickers hi this is the bargain bin movie podcast i'm gabe i'm your normal host and uh this is susan with me who is the uh mutinous host is that a word i don't know you can make it up <laughs> there i just made hi, up everyone. a word if it didn't exist already hi susan how's it going how how's pretty your good i'm eating knockoff oreos are they good yes they seem that are they like double stuffed because that is yes. like that is a ton of cream yes so you you prefer double stuffed over the regular stuff? Oh, I don't like regular stuff Oreos. Wow. The cream is different, and it's gross. The cream is different? Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's like oilier, Hmm. and in the double stuff, it's a little drier. Okay. Actually, I will concur. I was going to really disagree with you on that. I'm like, there's no way that they're different. I they bet are. It, I, I was I was going to bet you that if you put two regular Oreos, like the cream together, it would be a double stuffed. Nope. And But the feet, I really like the thins. You are a contradiction in a, a very small package. Yes. I actually like Oreos. Like if they didn't have cream at all, I would like that. But you, that is not an option. Wait, you, you like just the cookie? Mm-hmm. How dare you? I would eat just the cookie. <laughs> the The reason I like double stuffed over regular Oreos is not because of how much cream there is, but because of the cream. The cream is different. Okay. And I don't like the single stuffed Oreo cream. The regular cream. Mm-hmm. That is incredibly weird. We just got I've on never, a total I've random never heard anyone say That's fine. That's fine. Everybody, or Oreos are ubiquitous, so everybody has that. I think it's really funny because Abby, our friend, she... Pretty much whenever she's like talking about me particularly, she'll talk about my Oreo opening obsession. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How the, I have a particular way of opening Oreos. The packaging. Yes. Yeah, you don't open the up the Oreos and, and lick the, the vanilla. and. Just, no, I just eat the cookie. Yeah. Just throw the thing you're in. You're not that weird. Whatever. You're, you're weird in a different way. Yes. <laughs> you have a very particular way of opening the packaging so that none of them get stale. Right, because I'm very ever. particular about Everything. staleness. Everything. But particularly staleness in this instance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
yeah so it's just kind of funny that we're explain, talking about that you want to explain that to the listeners no well we're, no come on you can't leave them hanging <laughs> okay so when you open a package of oreos there's just like i didn't want to hear it actually <laughs> there are two tabs on the top you break both of those tabs but right. when you peel it back there are three white tabs mm-hmm. you only pop the middle one and then you eat the entire middle roll of oreos without popping the two outside ones there's there's three rows that you have to open when you peel it back yeah you can see the oreos mm-hmm. but you only peel it back as i mean as only as far as those tabs go mm-hmm. which is very not very far right and then you break the middle one okay which gives you enough room to eat an oreo out of the middle row and then you can figure out a way to get the oreos out, out off of the sides so you're you're going no. straight back no you're going f- you're I'm not, not doing going the side rows. I'm going the row, the entire middle row. Oh, okay. You eat the entire middle row mm-hmm. because while the other, the outside rows are still intact, you can seal it back cleaner mm. so that it actually will seal like it was originally intended. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you have something to push cookies, it up against. Yeah, yeah the cookies help it. you seal it. That makes sense. And then next you break only... Whichever row you want to eat next, the right side or the left side, you only break that tab. Okay. And you eat that entire row. And then the third one. And then the third one. Interesting. And you only peel it back as far as you have to. Like, don't peel it back very far. Right. The whole the whole premise is don't open it farther than you have to to eat the cookies that you're going to eat right now. Right. So and if you're going to eat four Oreos, open it once, pull out four Oreos, put them in a bowl, and close it. <laughs> Don't lie to yourself and say you're going to have one because you're not going to have one. Right. And don't keep opening it and closing it. Opening and closing it. That's not going to help you either. Right. With freshness. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm particular. <laughs> yes, this is how I legit do it. And usually on top of this, I will also stick it in a large Ziploc bag. Oh, the, yeah. The whole thing. The whole The pack. opened package of Oreos. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just It's just ridiculous. But you don't put it in the fridge or anything. No. Because that won't just in really help. It's because it's not going to spoil, and and put being in the fridge is not going to help it be dry. Right. If or, anything, the fridge will probably make it stale sooner because it's damp. Or, hmm. Yeah, it'll it'll mess with it somehow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, that this has been how Susan weirdly eats Oreos <laughs> and keeps them fresh as long as possible. Incredible. How was your week, Susan? Needing a fake Oreo. I could tell you about my week a little bit from before we get to it. That's good. Okay. Uh I I just got over being sick like uh the middle of last weekend and uh I still haven't uh, I still haven't wanted to do any chores or anything, so I've just been like getting home and Do so you need sickness to be an excuse? I don't know. Pretty sure I never want to do chores. Right. No, no, but I'm saying <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, I've it's been kind of a bleh week. I don't and I don't really know why. Like on Friday, at least, um, I knew I kind of knew why that like it was because like I wasn't feeling super chipper. Sky wasn't the the sky wasn't looking uh super chipper. But also my uh my direct supervisor and his boss, my manager, were both like in bad moods. Like the mm. um my manager mm. <laughs> got. He got chewed out for like tiny little things from his boss, and he was like, "Really, like this? 
My manager has improved the entire facility by miles over the like year and a half that he's been there. Miles. He started when you started? Uh, I think he started maybe six months after me. I've been there two years now. So, really? Yeah. They, really? <laughs> I was like, they couldn't hear you that first time. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been at this job like two years now, as of geez, like a week ago. I didn't realize he started after you. Yeah, yeah, he started well after me because uh, we had another manager that was just absolutely terrible. That um, he actually got fired for incompetence. That that was how bad he was. And then um, uh, my manager now he he got hired from the outside somebody there was this whole thing but anyway um he's a, he's actually really good and was getting chewed out for stupid stuff so he wasn't happy about it and my supervisor was just sick <laughs> and so he was just like oh i don't want to be here uh, the only reason i'm here is because uh, the point system at uh, my job is so strict now like we used to be able to get away with like you get one point for like three days or something like that. And now it's like a point every day that you miss and you get written up at like five. They're doing it now the way they should have been doing it all along. Yeah. In other words. Mm, pretty much. Uh, but it's hard like when you're like actually sick and you really can't stay home because you're not going to go to the doctor for a cold either, but you just don't want to, you don't want to do anything because you just feel horrible. So I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a hard, it's a fine line to, to walk really. And I don't really have a solution for it other than now I have a desk oil and prayer. Right. (laughs) Sure. For getting better. But like while you're actually sick, um, I have a desk job now. So I'm like, don't get sick. Yeah. Good. Uh, But I can, so I can be at my desk and be sick and still do my job functions. Like before I'm like, man, I don't want to be whipping around on that machinery, the machinery and like, like the last thing you want when you have a cold is to be cold and have a fan blowing in your face essentially. And that's what it was like whipping around on, on the forklifts and stuff. So now I don't have that. So I'm like, look, I can't really complain. It'll be, it'll be fine. Even if I, so I was there, I was there all week last week, actually. Um, just sick two weeks ago, a week before the one I'm, I've been talking about this whole time. So, yeah, that was my the first week. full week of January. Mm-hmm. Right. Susan's still, uh, she's polishing off her giant I'm glass of my milk. milk. <laughs> <laughs> How many cookies did you have? Was that four? Five. Five. Goodness gracious. I should have had four. <laughs> did the last one not taste as good or what? I was just getting full. Mm. Yeah. The tiny, tiny stomach that you have. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Eat like a bird. <laughs> okay, your week? I don't really remember my week. I'm pretty sure it was just the same boring work. Great. Welcome to January, everyone. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there was anything else. <laughs> Nothing's going on. Wednesday was a really long day. Did you go in early? I left early and it took me long, like an hour longer oh, yeah, than yeah, normal yeah. at the chiropractor and everything, so... Mm-hmm. It was, was the only anomaly in my week, and it wasn't really the best one. So, <laughs> did you want to? Uh, did you want to tell the story of somebody throwing? I also bought a hippopotamus. Oh, that's true. <laughs> uh, tell, throwing? Is... Oh no, I'm not telling that. Okay. <laughs> Great. Well, <laughs> leave everybody in suspense on that one. <laughs> 
Uh, hey, if enough people comment or something about it, I will tell it next time. Mm, but I don't think that's going to happen. So probably won't get to hear the story. <laughs> You're not wrong. You bought a hippopotamus. I bought a hippopotamus. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. What does this hippopotamus do? It puts moisture into the air through its ears. <laughs> it's a humidifier that just like, I wish it squinted its eyes so much. Like, I wish that so much because it looks like, I don't know, so, something like, like in a cartoon. They're just like, I don't know if they like have something spicy or they're really angry and just smoke starts coming out of their ears. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like, except it's just kind of a happy, content it's a happy little hippo. Hippo. Yeah. With just steam coming out of its ears for an I just feel like that's a design flaw. Like they should have made. I don't know. I wouldn't want it to be mad looking, which is what not, it would look like if it's not eyes mad squinted. looking. Just like, just squinting. Just like a less than greater than sign on you know one. I'm pretty child. sure it's made for a nursery. Okay, so it's just supposed to look cutesy. Mm-hmm. That's it. Sure. Yeah, they make frogs, and I can't remember what else. They make hungry, hungry hippos and whatever that frog game is. There's a frog game with the, the Mr. The, Mouth. Yeah, Mr. Mouth. You like uh, toss the you launch flies. the little flies into its mouth. Should be way that more game is so fun. But it's it's a lot of fun. We we played it and we were like dead even. It mm-hmm. was really fun. <laughs> it was whoever could get a couple in on the side. Mm-hmm. I figured out how to get the because there's three sides. This is just dumb conversation. This, Four people can play. Right. And the there's three sides that you can physically get in uh, a fly. A fly in on. Yeah, because because of the reload time, I think three is pretty much the the max unless you're like some on, kind of on a turn. Yeah. Yeah, some kind of crazy amazing person at this, but yeah. So I figured out how to get a three on every, almost every single time, and as long as I was consistent, I would win. Mm-hmm. Because you were normally getting two. Right. Yeah. So. Because sometimes it would go in his eye. <laughs> uh, so much fun. All right. Childhood games. Sometimes they are the best. Oh, they're, they're really good. Uh, did you want to talk about The Mandalorian? Because that's what we're going to talk about this week. Yes. Uh, Actually, I want to talk about Baby Yoda. I was going to say, more specifically, Baby Yoda. But. um, So, okay. So, overall, uh, we're, we're going to do spoilers, but I think we're going to do overall a little bit first. Um. Isn't overall isn't overall a spoiler? Um, no, no, no. We can talk in generalities a little bit. Uh, I was. I it's a TV show on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. and it's eight episodes, and there's no more coming out until a long time. Oh yeah, we don't actually know when there's more because there's definitely going to be more. Right. I mean, everyone loved it, so. Yeah, pretty much. It it I don't know about loved. Everybody loved Baby Yoda. Uh, and I, the nerd that I go to work with, he loved it. Okay. Well, there you go. I, um, so I was watching a Patrick H. Wilhelm's movie, or movie, uh, the guy makes videos that are like movies sometimes, <laughs> but, uh, if you watch any like movie video essays on YouTube, you've probably come across his stuff. He, he said that. Uh, when he was going through his like top 50 things of 2019, he was like, on his list was Baby Yoda. He's like, yeah, number whatever, Baby Yoda, not the Mandalorian, Baby Yoda. And he's like, very specifically, it was <laughs> Baby Yoda. And right, if Baby Yoda wasn't in that show, I wouldn't watch. No, that would it would actually be not a great show. I feel 
which so like I kind of agree with him, not completely. I think it's a good show, mm-hmm. but only that like it's only it's only a good show without Baby Yoda. It's like a really good show with Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. So like uh, an eight. Even and, girls watch it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and would be like a five or a six if it were if it weren't for Baby Yoda. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I do like the Mandalorian character himself, uh, mostly because he has that, he has my favorite character trait of he never gives up. Even in a fight, he's never the best, he's never the fastest, he's never the, well, he's usually the smartest, but he- But not necessarily the strongest. Yeah, he's never the strongest, and he always gets up. Like, he'll get knocked against the wall, knocked down, beat up, and he always gets up. And And he's not even- he doesn't always use the his tools to the best of his ability. Like, why did he like whip the the one the the rhino in that one in that one episode with his grappling hook or whatever? Like, there's no reason that he should be hooking himself to that animal. You, you know what I mean? Right. And like, there was another one where he tried to again use that to hang someone that was like way stronger than him and he got pulled through the ceiling mm-hmm. and like i'm like what did you think was gonna happen you think you were gonna be strong enough to lift smart. this guy no he wasn't gonna be strong enough to lift that guy he was too big he didn't really have to lift him just restrict airflow for long enough all i'm saying is he, he had a blaster he could have blasted him through the ceiling instead of trying to hang him and that would have i been thought more effective. blasters didn't work against that guy no no he was fire he's fire resistant not not uh, blaster resistant. Oh, so sometimes he's really good in a fight, and sometimes he's not. But he always gets up. Well, I do feel like in that particular episode, he showed his hand way too early. Right. Okay. Well, we'll talk about that. We're gonna go like one one by one through the the episodes. Okay. What do you think of the the show overall? Do you like the characters? I didn't really talk about the rest of the characters. I liked the characters. Okay. Did you do you like the show overall? If you if Baby Yoda, you said if Baby Yoda wasn't in it, you wouldn't have watched it. That's true. Okay, but well, I, I mean, I like the show. Mm-hmm. It's kind of probably in my mind, I would put it as a guilty pleasure show. So <laughs> because without Baby Yoda, I definitely wouldn't have watched it. Why is it a guilty pleasure? Because it's a Star Wars. Something? It's like violent and okay, yeah, and just about PG thirteen probably. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, it's probably yeah, it's definitely on the line there. <laughs> right. Okay. We're not talking about that. <laughs> okay. Uh all right. So I think that pretty much covers the generalities. You want to go into spoilers and just go one by one. I yep. do rec- Let's start I, I do at the recommend beginning. this show. I don't know if I'm gonna continue to recommend this show because right. we going. recommend season one. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So the first episode, uh, everyone, I've heard too many people talk about this. It's like, uh, it's just a setup and, you know, we get that he's kind of a, he, he's awesome. He's cool. He's a cool guy doing cool stuff. And that's pretty much it until Baby Yoda comes in. Um, We meet the droid in that episode. Yeah, I was going to say, is the first episode the one where he blasts Because at the very end of the episode you discover who they're after, which is Baby Yoda. Right, Because they okay. actually go in and they open it and you're like, what is that? And everyone's like, oh, it's a Baby Yoda! And then it's over. Right. Okay, so I actually really did like that scene with uh, IG-11, the the droid with the with the two blasters, 
that guy is amazing. <clears throat> I yeah. all I wanted the whole season was I really wished that he had been with the Mandalorian the whole time. So they would have wrecked shop like once an episode. It would have been amazing because that that freaking droid. You want so to talk about that droid more later, right? But he dies. Right, he dies in the first episode. Yep, that's the end. <laughs> You're looking through his head, mm-hmm. and then you see the and you see Baby Yoda, and it's you see Baby Yoda, and then you see through the guy's head, and it's over. No, that might so be the, the start the of the around. second one, actually. No, what? I'm pretty sure you see Baby Yoda at the end of that episode. No, you see Baby Yoda. My question is, does the droid die? No, he dies when they see baby when he finds Baby Yoda because he okay. has to shoot him in, in okay. order to keep IG Eleven from shooting Baby Yoda. Oh, okay. Yeah, I couldn't remember. I this it all happened. It's so yeah, it's such yeah. a long time ago at this point. Um, episode two, chapter two, the child uh, is when we meet. Is one of the best. We meet the well, not. Watching it the second time actually wasn't. I didn't like it as much as I did the first time. Really? Honestly. This is a show that I recommend one time. It's Watching not it one I'm going to yeah. want to watch over and over. Right. Just a few Baby Yoda moments, but you can see those in GIFs and you're fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is the one where we find out that, well, it's implied that he can, um, that the that Baby Yoda can like heal people. It will, yeah, we're like guessing yeah. that because he's trying to help the Mandalorian, but the Mandalorian won't let him. Right. Which is one I'm, of the cutest scenes in the whole thing. It's very cute. Because I'm, uh, I'm thinking he's like E.T. You know, E.T. goes, ouch, and he like touches you and he, he heals you. I'll pretend I know that. Right. But um, he, that's, so that's what I was thinking because that has not been in any other Star Wars canon um, up to this point, like any force healing powers. But um, so that's what I was getting. But you got that even without the E.T. reference, so. Oh, yeah. I'm like, he's trying to heal you, dude. Stop putting him back in the little floating disc. Bassin, bassin hit? Yeah, sure. I think it's. I that's, think that's what people have been calling it. Uh, we meet the Ugnaught, whose name I can't remember, because as soon as they gave him a name, he got killed off. Um, the little The, little the guy, red guy. This guy? With the, with the goggles. Yeah, he's red. Sure, he's, he's, he's pink. He's like reddish. Yeah, sure. Whatever. He's like he's a really nice guy. guy, and he wear, he rides these little dinosaur fish things. <laughs> the Two-legged. Uh, I've never heard it, of okay, it's, it's a cross between a long neck with, like, long neck from the butt tail mm-hmm. and two legs. Like a Brachiosaurus or Brontosaurus. And then a fish head, but in dinosaur skin. Uh, yeah, like a piranha mixed with the back end of a Brontosaurus. Yeah. Yeah. You keep looking at me like, yeah, I'll go along with that reference. I don't get. <laughs> that's, I feel like that's what this podcast is. Like, mm-hmm, sure. Uh, I forget what the little minion sounding character. Jawas. The Jawas are. Here we are. The, uh, yeah, I, I love how they sound, actually. Yes, they're very entertaining. But they want the egg. Welcome back to the Bargain Bin Movie Podcast where, oh, wait. Our memory card was full. We recorded for an hour and a half for no reason. What are you doing? <laughs> what is happening? I was just being ornery because <laughs> okay. I could. I don't remember what <clears throat> your other start was. No, this is going right here in the episode in the middle. Oh, oh, we're just That's like, what I was saying. It's just going to be a great. It's just going to be a <laughs> <laughs> I'll just put in a little 
And now we're back. Great. Anyway, I was very disappointed with this whole egg scene because mm-hmm. they want this egg and the Mandalorian almost dies over this egg and all they do is two seconds in, chop the top off and just eat it. Suka. 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 Sugar Suka. in Spanish. Suka. It's great. <laughs> and that was just very anticlimactic for me. Look, I I was not surprised. So it was I mean, I guess it might fit their character, but the fact that he almost died trying to get his own parts back, he should have just annihilated them. Yep. I would have been completely okay with that. But it shows some decency from from him. It's it's weird that like in the beginning he comes off as like a guy who just doesn't care and will kill anyone and then like his character like adapts. Yeah, it kinda develops into yeah, no, this guy's actually a good person. And it's kind of a hero and I can root for him. But it yeah. He he did he did vaporize several Jawas, but again, they're aliens and I don't care. <laughs> Victor is pointing out that he did kill some of them. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, in the initial when he discovers them as I ship. have I don't like Jawas and I have no sympathy for them. I may have vaporized a few of them. Did was there anything else you wanted to say about this particular episode? What episode I don't are we remember. on? Are we on two? Those two, yes. Okay, I don't great. remember what we said about it. Well, and what we, we said have. stuff up to the 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 egg. But I brought the egg up when we were like really done with it. Yeah. So I that's think we're true. done. Okay. All right. So sorry, chap- everyone, <laughs> if you can't tell, and I don't know what he's keeping in of what I said already, but I'm, I'm we lost the tape. I'm keeping it all in. It's all staying in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hopefully, we don't repeat our our thoughts. That's why we're just gonna move on. Yes. So we don't. We're just gonna ourselves. move on. Um. So they go Baby on. Baby Yoda's really cute in episode two. Good, good. Find oh, out we, about his power. We it's should, great. We should rate. You should rate on like how much, how much Baby Yoda, like a Baby Yoda scale on one to ten. Yeah. So episode one is a one. Great, because he's there a one point five. Uh huh. Whatever. Okay. Episode two is like an eight. Wow. He's okay. in it quite a bit. I mean, he's floating around the whole time. That's true. He's just floating. In the... This is the one where Where's we keep Baby asking. Yoda? Where's Where's Baby Yoda? Yoda? Yeah. Okay. I did. We did mention that before. Yeah. Yeah. So. So I like this. Okay. Good. Something new. <laughs> <laughs> we require the egg, but oh, this is the recap. Okay. Um. So chapter three, he actually brings Yoda, Baby Yoda, back to the bad guys and mm-hmm. gets his cam tunnel his... of Beskar and upgrades all his gear like this is some kind of video game. And he always gives some to the children. There are yeah, he goes and to the armor. And they show a flashback. Yep, a little bit more of that flashback. Yep. I really don't like that flashback and the way how the way it's like drawn out. Yeah, it's just kind of boring. I mean, it's It's drawn out it through the entire season. We understand droids killed your parents. Bye. Yeah, and in the last episode, it like we finally get to see the whole thing, and we're just like, why did the parents put him in there and then leave? Yeah, why didn't they go in with him or right. something? It just yeah, it's just weird. Like we know, I know that we have to get it from we have to get if the it would have been not there, not his parents and somebody else. Mm-hmm. That would have been a little bit different because it would have been like they're protecting the child. Go protect our son, you know, like whatever. And they send something to put him in the thing. Right. While they're fighting, but that's yeah. not what happens. If he gets like handed off to the Mandalorians instead of just getting thrown down a hole and then, yeah. Right. Like, again, I understand that we have to get him from his parents to the Mandalorians, 
but it was just kind of a dumb way of, of doing it. it. Just, yeah, it was just like your parents. It just are seems like your parents are dumb. Stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was a little like speed forward to episode eight. Yeah, but that that comes through this whole season. So right. whatever. The he asks about Baby Yoda, and apparently that's against the rules, and that comes up a couple of yes, times. Oh, and then he goes the back. He goes back for Baby Yoda because first I guess he, feels he gets bad. his new armor. Yeah, we talked about that. It's like a it's like a video game. And, yeah. Did you have more and to say he kind of has a little bit of a falling out. Not exactly a falling out, but he's kind of like questioned by one of the bigger Mandalorians. Is that where he has the tiff with the? The big yeah, when he's getting his big new big armor. Bruiser. Because remember, this is when he gets Baby Yoda back and all the Mandalorians at the end come out of hiding right. and save them. Right, let's see. Uh, there's a little bit of a flashback. Okay, well, sure. I don't, I'm not entirely sure that you're correct about that. This is when you talked about it yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. We so don't do see come the back Mandalorians the again first... after yeah. this. Okay, so. you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. And we... we find out kind of that they're in hiding i don't really know the backstory of that they don't really explain it but they got like wiped out by the empire at some point mm-hmm. that's it so how many baby yodas out of 10 um probably four okay because there's not a whole lot of baby not yoda. very much baby yoda but there are some really cute yeah moments with him him getting like he, with him getting, him getting saved and then him in the little thing Right. I think actually in uh, this episode, he actually does do a good job of like prote- protecting Baby Yoda. And, a like, more decent job, yeah, where he than puts he him had makes with more the sense. original because you didn't decide before that he liked him. Yeah. Was this, was episode three. three the one where they're flying back in the ship and he steals the ball? Because that's a very important scene. I think that's in episode three. Okay, let's see. I know it's not in episode two. And so it has to be episode three because episode three would be the first time he's in the ship. No, I think. he misses Baby Yoda when he looks at the ball later, which is why he goes back for him. So that would have been episode two. Three. What? Beginning of episode three, he's flying back and Baby Yoda steals it. That's the, if you were online and you saw the vine, maybe. It's not a gift because it has sound. Uh um, Of Baby Yoda flipping the radio station. Those were memes, technically, yeah. But they were audio i don't know they had audio the, uh, memes at memes. this point okay. or any anything that's like a joke on the internet that's just like where edited. he like flips the station and the Mandalorian's like no and he hits a button and he puts it back and then baby yoda touches it technically that's not what happens of course it's he's just <laughs> messing with controls um and then he takes the little knob off of one of the handles yeah at the and end that's of, like a thing throughout the season at the end of chapter three he like hands him the, the ball. The ball. As yeah. the end, because he took it earlier. Right. So what are we saying? The ball, uh, the first instance of the ball? So I'm going to move this up to a five for Baby Yoda, because I forgot that scene's in it, and it's like one of the best scenes of Baby Yoda. In, the flipping the switch? Yeah, and stealing the ball, the knob, in the first place. Does he... Fl- does he... He takes it. All right. There's a whole scene in the beginning where... Uh, He's like messing with stuff and getting up and moving around and right, stuff. Right, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, that's the. I don't think this is the. That's the one with the switch, though. Whatever, we'll give credit to this episode for it. Yes. So. Chapter three or chapter four? Now we're moving to chapter four. Okay. What? Uh, I'm still like looking at this. Get. Uh, I'm. I'm going to. I'm going to point out that the. Whenever Baby Yoda is CG, that they didn't do a super great job of 
like making it still look like the puppet. It, it moves slightly differently. Like his his ears have more uh, movement to them. Like they don't have just one point of articulation. Like in the no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit down. <laughs> I. I breathe. This is this is why this is part of the reason I got this whole setup in the first place, so I could stand up, He's standing and, across the room, yeah, and like walk around and stuff. And I just feel like it has to be rapid fire because you're standing there. <laughs> <laughs> Good. We talked for way too long the first time that we recorded this. We did. And I just want to, I want to kind of get through it a little bit quicker. Episode four. Okay, uh, Sanctuary. This is the one where he goes to that forest planet and fights the automatic chicken walker. This is where we meet the WWE lady. Yep. Uh, Gina Carano. And I think her character fits what she does for a living. Mm-hmm. I like it. She's a big bruiser character, and her backstory is she Once was I a shock Once I found trooper. out that's who she was, which was actually very recently, I was like, oh. <laughs> like, oh, she would be. That makes sense. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I like her yeah. thus far in the series. I wasn't sure in episode four, but after episode eight, I do. Because she... She just like develops into a more trustworthy character. Okay. Well, that makes like, sense. Like didn't want to leave Mando behind and stuff. Right. That makes sense. Um. I hate that nickname, by the way. Sorry. Mando. I knew, it's horrible. I knew that was coming. I really don't like it. Um, I, what I like about this episode is... The fact that they clarify for people like me who don't know anything that the Mandalorian does indeed take his helmet off every day, just not in front of people. Right. Because um, I was so confused as to how he could possibly eat and drink. <laughs> I'm like, this is Star whatever. Wars. You can like inject food into yourself, I'm sure. It'll but I was just like, this is weird. Like he's never taken his helmet off. This yeah. is the way. Whatever. Like, <laughs> that doesn't work logistically. But, okay, they explain the fact that he's had his helmet off. Yeah, they ask him when, they even when show was the last him time. They take it off, just don't show him. Right. They don't show his face. Right. Uh, And this is also another favorite moment, Baby Yoda moment episode, where he's eating a frog, and all the little kids are like, Ew! Ew. And he spits it out. <laughs> Good. You should spit it out. It's disgusting to eat a frog whole. This one also I'm going to make a five because that scene I really like, but there's like no baby Yoda in this episode. Okay. There's a little bit at the end. He's like sad to He's leave just everybody. sad sitting there on the little floating boat thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's just randomly passed off around the village. Right. For a few different times. I do like uh, Man- the Mandalorian's like relationship with the, the mom lady that was the only oh, one yes. that can shoot. We established that we like her. Um, or yesterday, I mean, not right now. Uh-huh. We're establishing it again. <laughs> um, I like the fact that they've left that window open to possibly close the series eventually. I feel like that would be a great place for them to take him back to when he retires. Yeah, he can like retire on that planet. Be cool. With her. Uh, it also makes it a, a good, she's a potential girlfriend that can be shoved in the fridge. You, uh, have I explained this trope to you? Uh, no. You just kill the girlfriend off to like, make the good guy like mad or give him some motivation to do something oh yeah it happens a lot like oh, you're saying she could die later and yes. make the story another season long mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. got it hopefully yeah. that doesn't happen yeah it, usually girlfriend in the fridge things get like pretty are, are pretty horribly telegraphed well telegraphed you could see them coming from a mile away <laughs> in this one it's where we kind of like 
reiterate and truly find out that every single person in the galaxy is looking for baby Yoda. True. Because that's how that episode ends. There's like an assassin coming for them. Right. Um, and Gina Carano shoots him in the back. There's a lot of uh, like surprise like, oh man, who just got shot? And then the person, person falls down and you mm-hmm. see him behind him. And you're like, oh, that person got shot. Okay, good. Great. Yeah. The bad guy got shot. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I'd say that's the end of this one. Okay. Probably. Chapter five. I don't know what chapter five is because my phone is being slow. The gunslinger. Uh, <laughs> oh, my least favorite. Yeah. Um, but this is going to get a two for Baby, Baby Yoda. Yoda. Yeah. He's like not There's even like in no it. Baby I mean, Yoda he gets passed around to the lady in the junkyard a couple times. But he doesn't even really do anything. And that's it. Yeah. Just she's just sleeping. like looking at him. Yeah. Just talking to him. Um, I think I don't like this episode because of the the character that it kind of centers around that one the rookie bounty hunter that wants to be in the guild and he is going after this one bounty that he knows he can't well actually he doesn't know i guess but the plays shaw in agents of shield right uh the the mandalorian tells him like you can't you can't beat this person and i'm not going after her either and and he goes but you can have all the money i just want the glory Right, and he's like, "Well, I need money, so I need really fine. money, so fine." So they go after him, and the guy turns out to be a really horrible person. Big who, shock, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. The the lady who was the original quarry of this mission, um, she convinces him to switch sides. Yeah, kind of. She's like, you should go after the Mandalorian and bring him to the guild, and He'd then be you'll be a legend. Way more than me. Yeah, yeah. I'll great. help you. And he's like, yeah, good idea, but I don't trust you. So she, he just shoots her in cold blood. I'm like, that's which is another reason. Like this episode is just very violent. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. It's very dark and violent. There's yeah, there's a scene at night, and it's he. Someone gets killed in cold blood, and then uh, the, he, the the original fight where they just get her in the first place. That's also. Is it though? They're just like driving speeders up to her and trying not to get sniped. And then they fight her for a while. Okay, there's a little bit of hand to hand. Sure. I don't know. I just don't like it. Is it? I did like. I feel like this one out of all of them was more of like a sinister atmosphere. It had a darker vibe to it. Yeah. And so it was just yeah. Especially when the kid uh, reveals his dark side. Um, I do think that this lady. Who, um, the mechanic lady who took care oh, of right. Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. I believe she should have been the one that the Mandalorian called on to like babysit Baby Yoda at the end instead uh, yeah. of our beloved, whatever. Ugnot. Ugnot, who meets us untimely. And Demise that's very sad because yeah. it would have been less, a little less sad if it would have been the gruff lady instead of this really nice guy who. Who it's like set up. It's set up. His death is set up to be really sad. I mean, it's very sad. Earlier, because he's like, man, I just want peace. I just want, like, I just want to retire. I finally can be free. Yeah, I'm finally free after all this time. Happy, and yep. Yeah, and so he got his wish. I don't wish, owe anyone then, anything. No mm-hmm. one owes me. We're just going to live. And then he gets shot forever. by freaking... What, what? Stormtroopers. <laughs> Tweedledee and Tweedledum, the dumbest Who shouldn't be able to shoot anything. Yeah. Anyway... Just saying. Getting a little ahead of ourselves. I feel like she would have been a little less. And she would have been the first person that I would have been like, yeah, we need a babysitter for Baby Yoda. So let's go get her. The problem is 
we wouldn't have been able to get IG eleven guy back. Yeah, yeah. the nurse droid. Because that doesn't. Make we didn't sense. know that nurse droid was was a nurse droid yet. We thought he was dead. So it wasn't like the Mandalorian went back so that he could have a nurse droid. Oh, definitely not. I'm just saying. But in the writing, that's, they needed that. Right, but it's but again from a writing standpoint, that's what I'm saying. Like it, there wasn't a logical reason for them to go back for the Ugnot, I feel like. Unless Mandalorian. He was trustworthy. The Mandalorian, yeah, had a friendship and, with him, just yeah. liked him better. Yeah. I mean, he what the, yeah, the garage lady wasn't really that trustworthy, uh, <laughs> which sure. is why we wouldn't have been as sad. I guess. I feel like this is a, I'm, there's a lot of. I feel like I sound like a horrible person saying that. Because you would be less sad at one person dying versus another person dying. I mean, it's not really, it's a horrible choice. So. True. <laughs> it's yeah. And it's You're fictional characters. Like, yeah. You're never gonna sound like a great person going, I'd rather this person died rather than the other person. But in fictional stuff it's just something that you end up thinking about. What was I saying? Um I don't know anymore. <laughs> Episode six. Six. Sure. Um Yeah, I don't know. The yeah, sure. The stormtroopers. That the the wannabe dies. In case we didn't say that. Yeah, and uh, Mandalorian just takes that all was his also money and annoying. gives it to the mechanic lady. Did I explain sufficiently that I, it's kind of bad writing? That's where I was going for. The Mandalorian makes poor strategic uh, like decisions, kind of a lot, but he never gives up, and that's why he he comes out on top and he's pretty tough like you get really get thrown around and whatever and he just keeps getting up i don't know if i mentioned that in the first part but that's why i like him that's i like those types of characters types of characters daredevil etc right they just always get back up it's awesome the next episode chapter six is called the prisoner and that's the one with the Mm -hmm. they go and get the guy out of the prison this one has this the what 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 is it called? Twi'leks? No, no, no. I'm trying to... Think, 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 think. <laughs> <laughs> She's like literally doing the, the poo bear. The way the poo think, think. Yeah. With, with the, microphone. the microphone. Um, think, think. Suicide Squad? Uh-huh. Is that what they're... Yeah, That's some what kind it kind of made squad. me think of. Wow. I mean, it's like four random creeps uh-huh. who are on a mission to die. Really. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, kind of... You know, from someone who doesn't, who has never seen the Suicide Squad, and therefore has not decided to never think about it again. <laughs> that makes sense, right? <laughs> it's a horrible Sorry. movie. No one ever wants to think about it ever again. Sorry, <laughs> I just, okay, I I'm literally not. don't know anything about it. It just the name made me think of what they kind of seem to form. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Anyway, we, we have this episode is probably. My favorite of the season. Overall? Yes. Wow. You picked a Baby Yoda light episode? I did, wow. but I also really like the Baby Yoda part, even though it's very light. Oh, right. Okay. Go I ahead. think it's cute. You talk about that. Um, So Baby Yoda is, they they kind of hint that Baby Yoda is going to pop up in the prison. Like when I first watched it the, the very first time, mm-hmm. I was kept thinking that they had like put him in the backpack or something and they were taking him on the mission just so they could hold it over the Mandalorian while he was on the prison ship. Right. That's what you thought they were going to do. Um, But then 
we come to find him on the ship with the droid. Zero. Yes. We didn't talk about the characters or anything. No, this we'll time. get there. Um and so pretty much the whole episode, Droid Zero and Baby Yoda are playing hide and seek. Uh, except sure. Baby Toward Yoda's hiding for his life. Right. And um <laughs> Droid Zero is seeking to kill. Um and then so at the very end, when the Mandalorian is deciding whether or not he's going to kill the prisoner or take him with him. Right. Um, the guy that they were sent to save and extract from this prison. But I, really, I think it more to whether or not he was going to leave him behind or take him with him. Right. Because we didn't know that other We didn't know everybody else dead. was still alive. Yeah. Um, Baby Yoda gets found in the hatch. Right. Which is where he zero, was supposed to be the whole zero time. Zero finds him, yeah. And the hatch opens and there's Zero. Ready to shoot Baby Yoda. And Baby Yoda takes his little hand. <laughs> and sticks it up and does his little eye squinty thing and then all of a sudden a little mini explosion occurs Bam. and droid zero falls to the ground and baby yoda looks at his little hand he's like wow i did that <laughs> and then you look back out the hatch and there's the mandalorian with the smoking gun mm-hmm. again another somebody got shot and wait who got shot where did that shot come from yes and then you find out but well, very, reveal. very cute. That yeah, that moment of Baby Yoda just There's looking like at his hand, hand. just kind of surprised. He's like, oh. it was so cute. Yes, it was such a precious. So, amazing. even though it is uh, like there's just, I thought this was for considering the mission and what it was. This was more of a lighthearted episode. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and it was just kind of cool. weird thing to say because they're all like assassins. But, they're like all horrible people. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just. It's a cool episode, though. It's I, a. Fu- it's entertaining. And I actually like the the characters. Like they're kind of like stereotypical. Like the wisecracker, the the big bruiser guy, the the girl who just. You know, there's several categories for that one. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't know. The did you want to talk about the characters a little bit? Um, I. I don't know. I, <laughs> I the part that like Seattle was going back to Baby Yoda. So they find Baby Yoda when they're fighting over the combination for the armory. Sure. And just I was just so concerned about jerks. Baby Yoda's safety because they all found him. I was like, really? Right. But you knew this was gonna happen. Sure. Um, I like the way. I knew that the guy, the only living guy other than the prisoners that was on the prison ship, I knew he was gonna die. Like Which so that one? didn't surprise me. The one? one guard that was alive, not a droid. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. The one like rebel guy that was guarding the whole ship. They're like, yeah. wait, no the human only human life is aboard. supposed to be here. Right. Um I figured he was gonna die. I also figured the button was gonna get pushed. Oh, the button was absolutely gonna get pushed. Um, I think it's really cool how they ended it with the button. How he like okay, all right. So let's let's kind of just very quickly, if if everyone else is confused, the mission was to uh, rescue this Twi'lek dude who was a part of this gang. Of this Twi'lek who was on the gang, right? And the yeah, he's the brother of the Lady Twi'lek, and uh, the who Lady has Twi'lek the hots for the Mandalorian who was on the team a long time ago, right? And apparently they were involved before. Um, so Gabe thinks I prefer to be in denial there <laughs> great because uh, she's yeah she's she's trying to be sexy but it's kind of just disturbing um she's and, a twilight 
well, usually Twi'leks are a little bit more attractive than she is. Um, then there's Nothing Bill Burr. Nothing Job of the Hut related is attractive. There's Bill Burr with uh, his extra arm that he's got strapped to his back, like a, a robot extra arm. extra gun thing. And a, gu- and a gun on the end of it. It's yeah. very cool. It needs a camera or something, I feel like, in order to really be that effective. So you can see the camera? Yeah, so you can see around the... <laughs> like 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 a little eye sight mm-hmm. and just being able to look around a corner or something. I just think that that would make more sense. Otherwise, he's just got three guns. And then we deal. have the tall... Thick-brained, uh, Deveronian or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And the name speaks for itself. <laughs> he looks like a devil, and he's like seven feet tall and fire he's resistant. The yeah, he's the brawn. Everybody kind of gets a, a chance to like punch a droid or uh, cut a droid's head off or shoot it. You know, use their skills to like take out stuff. Yeah, the so it's kind of twi- cool. Would you say Twilight? Twilight has like little throwing stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was going to say like throwing knives, like little tiny little throwing knives. Um, Those that's kind of cool. her superpower. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Macho Man just crushes things with his body. Oh, yeah, the Deveronian. And then the other guy shoots things. <laughs> yeah. And then we have he, the Mandalorian who very poorly strangles flames and kicks things. Uh, until Until he wins. Yeah. Very poorly, you say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like what one thing I didn't like about the this episode was just like I feel like the Mandalorian showed his hand way too early so to they, the rest the, of the crew. Right. They get on the prison ship and the rest of the crew sends him out in front of them and a bunch of droids come because the devil guy shoots a mouse droid idiotically. And so Mando is there taking on ten droids. Droids all by himself. Mm-hmm. Which he hates, which yeah. is established multiple times throughout <laughs> this particular episode. Oh yeah, and, he hates droids. Um, you still have that thing for droids. <laughs> and they just watch him, and he uses everything in his arsenal, pretty much. Except for the whistling birds. Yes, and they all see it and don't help. Right. I feel like he should have walked back to where they were hiding and made the rest of the droids see them and fight them too. Like something just to make it so even if he was playing his whole hand, they were also distracted, not really paying attention to right. every another move he was making. Another poor strategic decision on his point on his part. Right. I mean, obviously he was probably thinking about staying alive, but And uh but he didn't know that they were gonna double cross him, which happens later. And th- they like but throw everybody him in a, knew they th- that, that was that. gonna happen. I didn't I I, sure. I knew that was gonna happen. I figured something would happen. I didn't. I thought they were gonna try to kill him. I wasn't expecting them to lock him up. When they threw him in that, that cell, funny. I was surprised. Though. I liked it. Yeah, it was very. And then bait somehow and he gets out. Which he is, gets out, which is cool. Yeah, it was cool, but kind of ridiculous. I, it's a MacGyver thing. I love MacGyver. Okay, MacGyver's well, good. Go. <laughs> um, I like the idea of MacGyver. I don't watch the show anymore. Mm-hmm. Being clear to my audience here, it's just every it's other... too gruesome. Okay, sure. I was gonna say it's like too every other violent, CW show. Say. Like it's, it's a not super, CW, it's CBS. It's like every CW show, which is the there's a superhero with a team. Great, lovely. Yes, but it's a cool superhero, <laughs> a handsome All superhero. Right. Sure, he's cool. I like MacGyver. Lucas Till. Um, mm-hmm. Lucas Till was amazing hair. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. There's another Batman jawline for you. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. 
Uh, where where were we? So they, they he gets out him, of prison and he just takes him out one by one. Yep, and that's actually pretty cool. And we all think they're dead, and they get to the ship, and the blue Twi'lek boy guy that they were rescuing supposedly mm-hmm. is there, getting on the ship, trying to sneak away, and Mando's like, "No, not doing it." Yeah, he's Found like, you. "Don't kill me." They're all dead, aren't they? And the Mandalorian doesn't confirm or deny. He says they deny. got what they deserved. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. And then he's like, but if you don't bring me back, you don't get paid. Right. And so we don't know what the decision's going to be. Aren't That's when they flash to Baby Yoda in his peril. Right. And we still don't know until the ship flies back into the hangar what the Mandalorian's decision was. Right. And, and it was to give, uh, complete the mission. And to leave the beeper on his prisoner so that he can fly oh, away so, with yeah. the money and the they beeper. will be destroyed. <laughs> the That was a distress signal that the And they one, do show that the prisoners or that the rest of the crew was in the prison. Right. The one human on board was the, he like pressed his button that sent a distress signal and apparently was super scary, even though it ended up being like three- Four sure four x-wings that showed up like he acted like the entire like I said, place was going to be think annihilated it's because of where in the galaxy it was if it would have actually been the prison and they would realized they were honing in on the prison towards the end there would have been more of them mm. you think they're going to just that's like kill everyone on board including one of their own they're prisoners and so that's if what they were happens gonna, when you take the job if they were going to kill him if they're going to kill all those prisoners they would have executed him before instead of wasting money on a prison Nah. <laughs> I'm just saying they were way too scared of that drone strike or whatever that homing homing beacon distress signal it's just kind of ridiculous it worked out in the end though because he I just love the way it ended basically threw a grenade at the bad guys and it's great yep and then Mandalorian and Baby Yoda fluff and the galaxy and it's over it was great I just want to point out how great the the fights with each individual team member are that was definitely a highlight it's great. Just taking it. Yeah, out they don't even one. show the one with your bald guy. He like walks up and he's oh man. And it's over. Uh, yeah, well, because he it's surprises funny. him from behind. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he knew he was there. Yeah. It's great. He like Batman's around him. It's great. Yeah. Uh oh, and then another last last thing. But the another strategic If you can't tell this was our favorite episode. Yeah. Strategic goof that the Mandalorian has is trying to strangle or hang the dread. Oh, yeah. I thought we were getting away with not talking about this one. (laughs) The horn guy from a grate above him. And it's like, you're not going to be able to lift this guy. And he gets pulled through the ceiling. What what, what did you think was going to happen? I just feel like he thought he was going to be able to restrict airflow without the guy getting his hands around it. Because, I mean, the guy would have had to do it with his neck. Yeah, if he, he did couldn't it with have his got neck. his hand. No, he got his hands up there. Mm, mm, sure. <laughs> he pulls him through the ceiling, gets thrown around a little bit, and then hits him it's with a door. It's just too long of a process. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. going to work. He could have just shot him with his blaster through the grate. I don't think a blaster would kill the thing. That's okay. what I'm saying. It's more fire, really. Yeah, but it, there's a big difference between a campfire, like flamethrower, and a, a laser saber. bolt. Like, come on. Okay, I don't know. I just don't feel like it would have worked either. <laughs> getting <laughs> so, thrown into a campfire versus getting hit by the sun. The door was way more cool, entertaining. All right, sure. Yeah. 
It was more entertaining. I'm just saying. It was a Someone horrible said, strategic. You unplugged. What? Never mind. Sorry. Got distracted. Yeah. yeah the My phone is unplugged. She just. I tried. Oh. Your phone is right there. Oh, oh, oh. I, I keep getting confused as to her phone looks like my Our phone now. But it really doesn't because his is so much bigger. But <laughs> it's true. Okay, should uh, I buy an seven. iPhone 11? Leave a comment. Should you get, is that what you asked? Yes. Should I buy an iPhone 11? Hmm. Uh, that's a whole other thing. I was asking them to vote. Right. But you can poll I'm it. not going to give the backstory for that because we don't No, we're not. Chapter seven, The Reckoning. He, Grief Karga, talks to him. That's the guy who looks like Lando. Uh, sends a message to the Mandalorian saying, hey, we've been, you know, taken over by the this bad guy. I can't you help me, I name. help you, we all win. Yeah. And, yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, so destroy he goes the back. overlords and we'll, you can be back in the guild. And it'll all be fine. So they, he goes and gets the girl. The right. WW, Miss WWE. Puts his team together. And then he goes and gets the beloved Mr. Ugnaught. Uh-huh. And this is where IG Eleven comes along. Nanny Droid. Yeah. Comes in. And there's this whole backstory that was kind of unnecessary. Of a little bit. We get to see him yeah, go very through slow. a droid that was go something through that, physical therapy. Ridiculous. Oh, we probably did talk about that. I forgot. What? I was gonna say in episode two. That's the first frog eating. Yeah, we did talk about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> did he eat another frog in this? Is that what you're saying? No, I was just thinking about where he did it. And who he was with. Oh, okay. And so, sure. It was there. He was watching frogs, I think, at the end of this, or it, while they're talking. Who's watching one. frogs where? Baby what? Yoda. Where? In this when? episode. Okay. Sure. Maybe. I don't remember that. What would you rate this out of, uh, on the Baby Yoda scale? <laughs> Sadly, none of these have had a very high rating. Um, yeah. I would probably rate it a four. Wow. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Well, no, well, I'm going to stick with five. I'm going to stick with five because this is where the choking happens. Mm-hmm. And this is, I mean. He chokes Gina Carano on the ship because they're. Because he, she and Mandalorian are arm wrestling. Right. And he <laughs> perceives her as a threat and he's wrong. Yes. But. Which is something very interesting that a friend of mine at work was talking about how the Mandalorian seems to be baby yoda's moral compass and he said like if you he's he's like a real nerd about (laughs) star wars like knows everything that's canon and everything that's not canon like he knows all the backstories and every i mean everything there is to know he knows yeah and he was talking about how the yoda species or whatever they are yeah are supposedly not able to be bad in legends they're not supposed to be able to be be turned the dark dark side. side right so it was interesting just to see the fact that he could choke someone who was helping them. Right, but uh, mm-hmm. he was trying to kill her. Neither one of those things, like him, like misidentifying an enemy, uh, him being able to use the choke power, which is kind of traditionally considered a dark side power. But at this point, Ray's used lightning. Luke has used choke. What's a dark side power and what's a light side power? I feel like, um, yeah, but they weren't the type of people who couldn't go to the dark side. They still could have. Uh huh. That's the difference. Again, I there. just want to point out that this is legends and has never been said in a movie. I'm just saying, that, hey, 
I'm just telling you a f- interesting right thing right. Um, and I think it's kind of like I mean he's a kid obviously, and so when you're learning you don't really know what's good and evil. So it makes me wonder how that kind of plays into it too. If he can't be evil, like he just doesn't know the difference because he's a little baby. That would be very interesting. And I like the idea that Man- the Mandalorian is his like moral compass mm-hmm. because that could have very interesting story implications for later. And it's, yeah, because it's almost like he was the duck when yeah. he when Yoda hatched and he's imprinted on him and now. Right. And now he's the father. No. Yep. Which, uh, did we mention that uh, the armorer gave him that, like, that's his life purpose now? No, because that's not until the next episode. Is it for the next episode? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're right. Okay, okay, okay. All right. I'm Jumping getting, ahead. I'm getting ahead of myself, and I thought I, I thought we missed something. No. Okay. Um. So on the way, they get attacked by these like pterodactyl dragon things. Oh, I keep forgetting about this part. Like I, I tried to permanently <laughs> remove it from my mind every time you mentioned it yesterday, and I was like, "What are you talking?" Yeah. Yes, pterodactyls. Uh, I hated this. I didn't like this episode. Like this episode, I hated it. Okay. I didn't like it at all. Well, that was a I, creepy, scary part. I this was also very dark. Had the same tone as the gunslinger one. Okay. Yeah. This one might have actually been worse, just because of how it ended and Possibly. how you felt when it was over. At least at the end of the gunslinger, you knew everything was okay. <laughs> at the end of this one, not everything is okay. It's right. all very bad. Right. Um. So what happens at the but campfire? But then we find that Baby Yoda can heal finally. Right. Uh, we see that he it. tried to do before, but the Mandalorian wouldn't let him. And right. then this time he actually gets to put his hand on Lando and <laughs> Grief Garga. <laughs> and he heals him, which why him? I'm not sure. Apparently it was so that Grief Cargo would not uh double cross him or whatever. It was like the plan was to yeah, that's true. turn you in or I mean, whatever. He did get saved, that's true. So anyway, a couple of the dinosaur fish creatures die <laughs> because of these uh, dinosaur things. Blurg. That's what they're called. Blurgs. Blurgs. Yeah, a couple of the blurgs die. Um, horrible name. And then they make it to the city mm-hmm. where Lando kills his <laughs> minions. She's doing it on them. purpose now. <laughs> Carl Weathers of I, s- I still don't know his name. Predators I can never fame. remember it. So I just Grief say Lando Kaga because- said you were the best in the business. And so then he says what his plan was and that he's not doing it anymore. And they go and they pretend- Come up with a new plan. That- that they have Baby Yoda in the little bassinet. In the bassinet. And it's to the scientist that they go into the bar with. And the scientist dies mm-hmm. because of things. And they send the Ugnaught back to the ship on a blurg with Baby Yoda. Yeah, for some reason they were really far away from the ship when Super they came far. up with this idea. Gracious. Um, well, they stopped at night, right? To I think that was what the campfire was for. They like yeah. parked way too far away yeah. and had to walk. So I guess that kind of makes sense because so, the freaking Ugnaught is going back to the ship for like half the episode. Right. It's, it's ridiculous. True. And it so they're in the cantina and they're getting ready to hand the empty bassinet over to the scientist. Well, really the bad guy, the like the main bad guy has been the bad guy this whole time. No. And then all of a sudden he gets a phone call from the real bad guy. Right. Um. Uh, I'll, I'll come, Moff Gideon. That's and the, he the says, guys. "Do you have it?" And he's like, "It's in the bassinet." 
And then all of a sudden, rain fire. Yes. The cantina is completely destroyed and everyone in it except for our three good people. But sir, our troops. good people. We don't even know if they're good people. Just do it. And then we see this huge army of stormtroopers. All post up in front of the cantina. Surrounding the actual bad guy. Right. Moff Gideon. (laughs) And Mandalorian, genius self, gets on the comms and is like, have you made it to the ship yet? Yeah, calls the Ugnaught. And he says, not there, almost. And And then then Tweedledee and Tweedledum get on their stupid freaking speeders and intercept the Ugnaught. And keep going after them. And then he's like, are you there? And next thing we see is a beloved Ugnaught on the ground smoking. Mm. And not smoking a cigarette. Like his body is smoking. Yeah, like his body is smoking. (laughs) And we see Baby Yoda on the ground. Oh, we see the Blurg first, and then we see Ugnaught, and then we see Baby Yoda. And we're like, (gasps) and then Tweedledee snaps him up from the ground. Snatches him up off the ground, and it's over. Dun, dun, dun. Thus ends episode seven. Chapter seven, The Reckoning. It the reckoning was really it was it was a it devastating and very depressing episode. Yeah. And then I went on vacation and we waited 3, three weeks week, or more 4 weeks to to watch to watch the final episode. Mhm. Cuz we watched how it together for some reason. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, how dare I spend time with my family as mm-hmm. we've established I'm a terrible mm-hmm. person. Mhm. Um so it opens I still think it opens with Tweedledee and Tweedledum. No. It opens in the cantina. Oh yeah, okay, all right, all right. you're right, you're right. And there's we find a out stri- strategizing that there's this super weapon. It's just a laser minigun that they set up outside. They're like, oh, it took, it takes out you know rows and rows of stormtroopers at a time, and they're talking it up, and like we have this outside and whatever. And Mandalorian yeah, yeah. and them are trying to get through this grate to get out. Yeah, to the but sewers, they can't. But they can't. They can't shoot through it for some reason. And then we see. Then we cut to these Tweedledee and Tweedledum stormtroopers, <laughs> and they have this whole like totally out of place almost banter, mm-hmm. back and where forth. Where Baby Yoda gets punched multiple times. <laughs> Stop moving! <laughs> oh, it's horrible. Yep. Uh, and I found out mm-hmm. that one of the one stormtrooper. Tweedledee. Who has <laughs> Baby Yoda in the knapsack that yeah. had snatched Baby Yoda. Jason Sudeikis, who I found out later. Cause yeah, because <laughs> you can't even act surprised now because you know <laughs> Susan this. Susan told me this yesterday. <laughs> anyway. But when I when I saw he, that, though, I was like, Jason Sudeikis, wow, I know that guy. And He's in Star Wars. You also freaked out about this fact here that I'm about to tell <laughs> everyone else. All right, let's go. Let's blow my mind again. He received so much hate and lost a lot of followers on Twitter because it was found out that he was the one who punched Baby Yoda. <laughs> True whole, story. The whole internet is so protective. They were Baby Yoda. so mad. Everyone was so mad. They he got a bunch of hate. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, there's also just randomly been a few cameo appearances by a bun- uh, by other people and it's uh ed sheeran i don't know who he was we're all guessing he was a stormtrooper 
was also one of the credited people. Ed Sheeran, aren't you a little short to be a stormtrooper? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I had to do it to him. That's funny. So just random facts for you. Yeah. Anyway, so the other great part about this particular scene is that there's a piece of trash laying in the dirt and one of the stormtroopers grabs his little... Oh, right. Yeah, his blaster. Uh Uh-huh. And he starts shooting at the trash. Right. And when he can't hit it worth anything, the other one grabs his too and starts shooting at it. They never (laughs) hit it. They never hit the trash. Uh, Oh, man. And then out of nowhere, no context, nothing. Out of nowhere comes IG-11. Oh, yeah. uh Uh-huh. Bursting in. (laughs) Taking out Tweedledee and Tweedledum. (laughs) Rescuing Baby Yoda, strapping him to the front of himself, and taking out a bunch of the Stormtrooper army. Oh, I left left a little part out accidentally. Mm -hmm. We flash back to the cantina. And they're given till nightfall to make a decision. We have this giant gun out here that we're going to destroy you devastate. and can destroy you at any moment. But you have until nightfall, so that's fine. In comes IG Eleven with Baby Yoda strapped to the front of him. Did I say that before? Yeah, it's strapped to the front of him. No protection. No, no, it's strapped to the back of him at this point because. Well, he kind of spins him around at one point uh-huh. once he gets into the village. Uh huh. And then he's again, on the back where there's stormtroopers behind and in front. Uh huh. Again, another strategic goof because he is in Baby Yoda's in the front of IG 11 in the beginning of the fight when there are stormtroopers only in front of him. And then when there are stormtroopers in the front and the back, then he switches him to the back. Like, great. That's super protective. Incredible. Yeah, it's more protective than the front, <sighs> oh not. Gosh. Anyway. During the chaos, Mandalorian and the rest of them come out and fight, and they get the big fancy gun thing. Yep, and start laying into the stormtroopers. Killing everyone. And then the real bad guy finally joins the party and blows up the big gun, and Mandalorian is fatally injured. Right. Uh, That was Moff Gideon, the real bad guy now. He's he's the only real bad guy. (laughs) Well, there was the other guy whose name I still can't remember that likes to look into the the eyes of chickens. He was a scientist. No, he was not. The scientist was not a bad guy. He Mandalorian spared him because he was like no, not the little scientist, the one who wanted Baby Yoda in the first place. Not a scientist. Well, I called him the scientist. Okay, so that's who you've been talking about this whole time. That is referring to him as a scientist. Yes. Unbelievable. Sorry. Anyway. I will get his so name and I will clarify. Get, they get hauled back into the cantina, but this time they also have Baby Yoda and IG-11. And IG-11 can get rid of the grate. Yeah. He's got so this. he is, and the Mandalorian is slowly dying over on the side. Meanwhile, comes a fire stormtrooper. Stormtrooper with a flamethrower. He's got red He's got a little red accent. Outfit. Mm-hmm. I thought he was all red, but you say mm-hmm. he wasn't, so... A little red accent. I don't remember. Anyway, and he starts to light the place up. And our baby Yoda, man, this cute little guy, <laughs> he just sticks out his little hand and burns the fire <laughs> with his own fire. Um, it explo- I think his backpack explodes. Kind of explodes, because and he- he, the flame goes back onto him, right. too, that was shooting out in front. Right. Anyway, he But dies. he doesn't get cooked like earlier in the season when freaking uh, the Mandalorian cooks a stormtrooper with this flamethrower so it's a little different yes i don't remember either part i don't know very well Uh, anyway 
Because you don't so, remember the bad stuff. That's right. I it's just it's a gift. <laughs> Good. Um. So the grate is finally opened. WWE is like, we can't leave you behind. Mando's like, I'm gonna die. Just leave me to die. She's like, we're and gonna, she's we can like, take we're off your not helmet. leaving you. We can help you. We're taking you. He's like, no, you're not. And then finally, IG Eleven says he'll stay behind with them. And she's like, promise you'll bring him. And IG Eleven says he he will bring him. You have my word. Mm-hmm. So that was the best WWE, accent I've ever done. Baby Yoda and Lando go out through the grate, and we're left with IG Eleven in the Mandalorian, who is bleeding out of his head. Mm-hmm. And they have an argument as to whether or not his helmet can be removed. Yeah, he's like, I have this BAFTA spray that I can spray under the back of your head, and it'll be fine. And he's like, No, no living thing remove- has ever seen me without the helmet. Well, lucky you, I am not a living thing. Yeah, it's like, I'm okay, that's that's a loophole, I guess. Fine, sure. And whatever. so the helmet gets lifted, and the audience gets to see the Mandalorian's face. Hey, it's Pedro Pascal. I was that. disappointed. <laughs> I didn't want to see his face. Unbelievable. I wanted it to be a mystery longer. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect it to go past this season without us seeing his face, so I wasn't surprised. So they spray this whatever, this water on his head, Baptist and he's spray. fine. And so they walk through the tunnel. They meet the rest of them. They find the Mandalorian lair where they find a bunch of helmets and armor with no people in them. <laughs> right. It's uh, a pile of helmets. Everyone's dead except for Queen Bee Lady. Yep, the armor. She said she was there to salvage everything. And he, uh, Mandalorian gets his signet. Which, we left a little part out, actually. When he was going to die in the cantina, he gave this little... That was kind of his like original signet, I think. Or it I might thought have it was been like, like his identifying chip or something. more Or, like, or his... like his clan symbol or something. Yeah, some, it... some special piece of metal it's, yeah. that was in the I think it's shape like, of something. I think it's like particular the Mandalorian symbol. Because it, it looks but like I their helmet... I thought it was like very particular to each person was different. So no, they would know his, it was his. That's his signet. And he didn't have his signet yet. He gets... Gets it later, or maybe did did he keep that other signet that she was like trying to give him? Maybe that was it. But he mm, he gives. Her, I think so. Maybe I don't know. It. He gives her. He gives IG eleven some little, kind of it's thing. It's a little charm. Okay, we're just for lack of a better way to put it. It's this little silver charm that he gives to her to say because he's gonna die. This will help. Oh, you. he gives it to yeah yeah Gina Carano. Yeah, you're right. And so when they get back, he gets his actual signet on his armor yep. from the. Armor, Queen Bee Lady. Mm-hmm, sure, and she's also the leader. You're she right. says, "You are now Baby Yoda's guardian." Right. You got to find his people and give him back, basically. Yeah, and your job isn't done until he's safe. Like, right. This is your life. This now. is your yeah. You're <laughs> stuck with him, and um, he also is. Well, he's te- technically IG Eleven is handed the Mandalorian's new jetpack. Right. Because he's gonna have to train and earn the jetpacks trust somehow. No, he is like you have to use it. You have to have practice so that it listens to your commands. Right, which mm-hmm. to me means it's gotta trust you, but it's not a living thing, so it's kind of weird to me. But anyway, it doesn't. No, matter. it's like a psychic link that you have to be able to oh, use as another limb. Great. I'm assuming that's not a. I don't know. So they leave. Queen Bee fights off. Like six stormtroopers with a hammer and a pair of pliers. Quite a lot, which keep this in mind when we talk about the next portion here. By herself, single-handedly. Yep. yep. C- cracks everyone's in one helmets. one little spot. Like she doesn't even move. Yeah. 
she takes out at least six stormtroopers oh, all by I herself. I see where you're going with this. Uh huh. So then we're in this floating boat on a lava river. That right? They're still trying to escape. They've gotten and out through the sewers. Once again, we have IG Eleven, Lando, WWE, Baby Yoda, and Mandalorian all. Uh-huh. In this floating boat, we have Mando and the Mandalorian. Is that what you're Lando. Oh, oh, oh! Carl Weathers, uh, famed actor from you know the Predator and and such things. <laughs> and they're floating towards the exit. Oh, I was gonna. Look and that. they see ahead that there is a small, very small, small squad oh, yeah. of uh, stormtroopers, maybe uh, 10, 15 like, yeah, yeah, at 10, tops. Sure. And all of a sudden, IG-11 has to suicide to save them all because they're going to die because yeah. there's 11 stormtroopers who can't hit a piece of trash. <laughs> uh-huh. At the mouth and of the river. And there's five of them with guns. But, right. you know, IG-11 has to suicide to save them all. Right. So IG-11, Walks in a very lava dramatic ra- lava river. fashion, makes them swear that they will take care of Baby Yoda and gets out and walks through the lava and explodes. Kills the stormtroopers. It's kind of a good payoff to the, yeah, like, oh, I cannot be captured. I must self-destruct in that first uh, episode. Yeah. But, like, that could have just... It It needed to be way more stormtroopers. Way more. Way, way, way more. Like a hundred. Yeah. Or more. Like walls of stormtroopers on each side. Because IG-11 took out more than that by himself. With Baby Yoda strapped to his body yeah. earlier. So it just, that didn't make sense. And like sense. you said, the armorer lady took out six of them with a hammer and a pair of pliers. Right. So there's no, yeah, it it was so unrealistic. <laughs> it was dumb, yeah. Um, but as soon as they finally make it out of the culvert, whatever. Yeah. Then. The sewers. What did you say his name was? Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon. Gideon. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever. He's in some ship a tie fighter mm-hmm. i'm just <laughs> waiting for you to finish for me everything that i don't know it's a hard and job. he starts shooting at them uh-huh. and they start shooting at him and they're like this is never gonna work and so mandalorian's like give me that it's the his jetpack jet throws it on his back flies up destroys the tie fighter yeah he like lands on the tie fighter is able to hold on to it even though it's like flipping and spinning and stuff and puts like a charge onto it and then jumps Actually, off and he explodes. puts a charge and drops it it explodes in the air, then puts he, two more charges and falls off himself so that he doesn't die with the TIE Fighter when it right, explodes. Yeah, yeah. The first and it falls to the ground reason. and everybody knows the person inside is not dead. Yeah, that's, I'm like, there's no way that guy's dead. Freaking, nobody dies when a TIE Fighter hits the and ground. And so Mandalorian safely lands on the ground, takes Baby Yoda, flies off into space, and WWE and... Carl Weathers, sure. He, they stay to rebuild. Grief Karga. Everybody's got two names because now I know the actor's name and the and the character's name. Lando. No. Um, Did I explain that I thought that he was actually the actor that played Lando? I've heard you tell this story multiple times, so I can't Time, tell you if it's yeah. already on this or not. I was like, well, the the Predator probably came out a few years after Star Wars, so maybe he just looked different, like you know, ten years later or whatever. Nope, just a completely different different guy. Carl Weathers, not not the same guy. They ride off into the sunset, and suddenly we see a bunch of Jawas. <laughs> that was, that was, those are both great. 
impressions of of Jawas. <laughs> Those are both great impressions of Jawas <laughs> from both of us. <laughs> That's great. And they're by this Tie Fighter, you know that. Oh yeah, they're like that salvaging killed the bad guy. They're salvaging the Tie Fighter. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, psh, oh, uh, Vibroblade. Yeah, that was my cue. <laughs> it was your cue. <laughs> Vibroblade comes through the <laughs> the Tie Fighter, and they're like, oh no, get away! And sure enough, epic bad guy is still alive. Yep, uh, Moff Gideon. And then it's actually over. Yep, he oh, just well, stands up. They on might top show. Of it. They actually show. I think they show Baby Yoda and and the Mandalorian in the ship as the actual end, don't they? Yeah, probably. He might get the little ball back or something. Yeah, <laughs> which so, is so cute. It's set up for so going Baby forward. Yoda in this episode. I would say is oh, probably sure. like also a five because he actually uses his force. Which is kind of fun, but he's also then not in it hardly. Does he use the force? The flame. Oh, oh the flames. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. He falls asleep after he uses the force. Right. So he was like sleeping. Right. And you, after he falls asleep, he's like, oh, now he, he can't heal the Mandalorian. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of a bad use of resources there. Mm-hmm. They could have all hid or something. Somebody could have shot the guy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Something. We didn't mm-hmm. have to use our, our one baby Yoda yeah. uh, force power so that true. we get. It would have been more fun for Baby Yoda to heal him, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't know. Then some stupid spray. The BAFTA spray, for anybody who doesn't remember, like BAFTA tanks are a thing in Star Wars that you just dunk somebody in there for a day or so and it just heals them. Like freaking Finn came back from getting his spine removed, basically, by a lightsaber and they just kind of bubble wrapped him. And Oh, this is like a new thing. No, Luke had a uh, got dunked in a BAFTA tank for a while after a fight in I think episode but his five arm or six. Grow back. His hand didn't grow up back. No, the it doesn't regrow limbs for some reason. Oh, okay, it's seems just, like I vaguely remember that where they say it, that part doesn't happen. Okay, it I, just heals I'm wounds. Catching up on it, like any wound, pretty much. Right. Yeah. So there you go. Oh, so I was saying that the the next season apparently is set up where Moff Gideon is the bad guy and. The We're Mandalorian. Going to find Baby Yoda's family. Yeah, that's his mission to find. This is kind of a scary thing. Yeah, the because they universe. could they could over explain. They and, could just destroy everyone's happy <sighs> childhood. Yeah, let's just destroy the mystique behind Yoda. Like, there's but or we point. could go on for quite a few more seasons, not knowing where Baby Yoda comes from. Right, but it's, and then he could just adopt him at the end and move in with the village lady, and it's over. <laughs> well, happily. Ever. They've set up that this is where he's going, so it's After. not going to... Yeah, probably not. That would be disappointing in a different way. It's not going to happen. They're going to find Yoda's planet. But maybe everyone will be dead. I guess that And then okay. you'll be stuck with him forever. Just be and a couple, just, not, not everyone. Maybe we get like one or two Yodas and then like we get some backstory. I don't want a name for them either, by the way. Right. Well, I don't want a name for Yoda's Right, There's race. a lot of whatever. I probably am not going to be watching anymore. We'll see. It was a little on the violent side, and sorcery was mentioned in the last episode, and... um, The armor calls the Jedi I really only watched it for Baby Yoda, and as we just established from my scale rating on each episode, there was like one episode with Baby Yoda. There wasn't enough Baby Yoda. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I love Baby Yoda's parts, though. Oh, I did mention the Patrick H. Wallen, so I won't say that again. But yeah, Baby Yoda is the best part of this, and the if Mandalorian's exist, pretty cool. It would be a sub. It would be an okay show, it would just but be because very, Baby Yoda's in it, yeah. it's a good show. 
and them releasing it week to week was definitely a good idea because right especially for that end with the stormtroopers shooting the breeze literally because they couldn't hit the piece of trash (laughs) wow oh we left out the part where so wait 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 in episode hold on hold on finish your thought there of the why would the stormtroopers be why would that scene be worse oh because we went from a very serious thing of when when uh yeah the not died Uh you said uh it helped me remember (laughs) um Ugnot died, and so that was very serious and sad, and then all of a sudden we're in a comedic shooting the breeze. Tweedledee and Tweedledum being stupid. Uh, One other funny thing for um, our favorite episode, episode six, from the characters. We were talking about the characters and who they were, and Uh the leader who doesn't actually go on the trip. Yeah. The prisoner episode? Yeah. Okay. Uh, The leader who sets up the team that goes on the mission. Yeah. Is introducing all the members to the Mandalorian, and he introduces your bald friend. Uh, yeah, and says he is what a an Imperial sharpshooter. Oh, we didn't say this. We didn't okay. say this. All right. And the Mandalorian's like, that's not saying much. <laughs> and he's like, I wasn't a stormtrooper, you moron. <laughs> he doesn't say moron. Yeah, calls him uh, a wisecrack, wisecracker. Yeah. Yeah, wise. Yeah, <laughs> a wise a. Uh-huh. But that, that was, was just a, funny. That was that was pretty funny. That's a good line. The only time in Star Wars that stormtroopers have given have been given any credit was when Obi Wan is like, only Imperial sharpshooters could have been could have been this accurate in in the at, first two minutes of the very first Star Wars anything. Exactly, and then after that they couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. Right. It's and just so it should have been changed. Obi Wan was just wrong, is what I think. He, or maybe they had like one squad who could hit the broadside of a barn ever, and he well, knew about them. What if them. they were like special ones? Are there That's what like I'm saying. Better they were ones? like special. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. regular stormtroopers can't hit. The anything. initial squad of stormtroopers were good, and then from that on, that no, because even on, in that like same movie, terrible. the R2D2 and C3PO are like walking through gunfire and are completely fine because they don't get hit. That's what I'm saying. Like the initial five that were <laughs> sure. made were okay. Maybe. And the rest of them sucked. Well, they're not clones, so they weren't made, but yeah. Oh, I thought they were clones. No. Not by this point. They're not clones anymore. The clones are pretty much dead. Like, they're 60 years old and dying. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anything else to say about this show? Not going to be watching the next one? Probably not. I'm scared. Uh, This was an enjoy... I mean, I didn't unenjoy it. There were a couple episodes I didn't really like. There so were only did not eight enjoy episodes. Right. Good. I mean, I like Baby Yoda, what can I say? <laughs> Um, Big take it's away, been fun Yoda. talking to my coworker who lights up like a little kid in a candy store every time I bring it up. So <laughs> it's good. It's good um, to be able to relate to people. Mm-hmm. That's kind of why I end up watching most. Of, like why I watch one movie or TV show over another is usually like how much is more it? more people in, have watched it that you know right. and you want to be able to talk about it. Right. Exactly. Right. Which is kind of yeah. Part of this. It's good. I really shocked my cousin walking through the warehouse one day and said, "I finally watched the end of Mandalorian." He's like, "What? You watch what? Who?" What? Who are you? (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's really good. All right. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode. Uh, We're going to leave this one here. Um, Thank you to Troy Woolbrandt for being a patron on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash game of the box. Where can they find you on the internet, Susan? Only on Twitter at Prov31Susan. I forgot you're supposed to be doing this end part, but it's already too late now (laughs) because... 
I'm I'm taking I'm taking the ship back. Uh, you can find me at Game of the Box on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, wherever you care to find me. Uh, please, if you like this episode, if you like the show, please share it with your friends and leave us a review, a good one on, on iTunes. iTunes that would be beautiful. And next week, uh, Susan's gonna be out of town. I'll probably talk about the rise more of Skywalker. Star Wars. More Star Wars. Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars. Uh, so it'll be really good. And uh, so until next week, bye bye. Bye. That's a Jeremy Johns thing. It's it's really good. He like the song. Yeah. He he puts on his like Star Wars kid blanket that was like used to be. I feel like you showed me curtains or once. something. Oh, it's so much fun. It's so wholesome. I love it. I love mm-hmm. that guy. My monkey.